1: Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today.
0: You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. From KQED. I'm Devin Katayama, and you're listening to The Bay, local news to keep you rooted. About 7.5 million Californians who are 50 and older are now eligible to get the vaccine. And in two weeks, people 16 and over will be eligible too. But if these past few months have been any indication, it's not going to be easy for everybody to get an appointment.
1: The recurrent problem I have is, I'm eligible, I want a vaccine, and I can't find one. What do I do? That issue, that concern has not
0: gone away. Today, we'll give you some strategies for getting the vaccine when it's your turn.
1: Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Vaccine appointments have been open for months now, right, at this stage, and still people are contacting KQED saying, I am eligible, I'm trying to get one, and I still can't get one.
0: Carly Severn is a senior engagement editor for KQED.
1: If you want to get an appointment, you've got to go online, and you've got to go through so many web pages. and for many people, that is a big issue. And for some people, vaccine hunting, as they call it, it's kind of become a full-time job.
0: And right now we're in this really important moment in the vaccine distribution plan. Can you give us a sense of of where we are right now?
1: It's this feeling like we are standing on a precipice. On a national level, President Biden has said that he wants there to be enough vaccine supply to inoculate every adult in the United States by the end of May. When we came in office, the prior administration had contracted for not nearly enough vaccine to cover adults in America. We rectified that. And then, recently, Governor Newsom in California says, you know what, I'll go on better. I I am confident enough that this state will have enough vaccine supply to open up inoculation to everyone over 50 on April 1st, and then to open it up to everyone over 16 on April 15th. So just a few weeks, there'll be no rules, no limitations as it relates to the ability to get a vaccine administered. Folks in this over 50 range uh, have been watching and waiting, thinking, well, when is our time up? And it's come, but they have that two weeks before the universal 16 plus eligibility opens up on April 15th, so folks are 50 plus living in California. The advice is for them to try and get their appointments right now, which, of course, is easier said than done.
0: Let's say I'm 50 and older and I don't have a vaccine appointment. What are the first things I should do?
1: So there are four ways that folks can find their vaccine. And this is what I tell people. The first one is through the state. If you go to My Turn, that is the state's website that allows you to input information about yourself and it will assess whether you are eligible and then show you vaccine sites near you. What folks have been saying and experiencing by using My Turn is that supply is an issue. Often you'll go on and ask My Turn to find you an appointment and it will say, sorry, we can find no appointments. But that is the first one. The second one I would advise is go through your county. The counties have been deciding who's eligible and who's not. And if you go to your county's public health website, they will tell you who they're vaccinating right now, which should be following the state's guidelines, and sign up to get their notifications and to get outreach from them when you are eligible and go to a county clinic. The third way to do it is chat to your own health provider, especially if you're with Kaiser Permanente. Kaiser Permanente has been a huge partner with the state in getting shots into arms, and they are working to vaccinate their own members. Reach out to your current provider, your doctor, ask, hey, can I go through you? Just to find out. And the fourth way is local pharmacies. Local pharmacies get their vaccine supplies direct from the state. You'll actually find a list of pharmacies on my turn as well. Um, You can find places near you that you can just rock up to and get your shot. Again, supply is an issue, but if you go to a site like Vaccine Finder or Vaccinate CA, you can also see aggregated a list of pharmacies near you. So that's the four ways that I advise people go about this.
0: So there are these four places where you can get an appointment. But even if you're on top of that, you might still run into some problems because a lot of these websites are actually super confusing and they don't always give clear answers to questions that a lot of people have. Like, can I get the vaccine in a different county?
1: The question of can you get vaccinated in your county or outside your county is such a good one because it's actually quite complex, right? So the counties tend to reserve that supply for people who either live in the county or they work in the county. So where you live or where you work is likely to be most relevant if you are going through the county system to get your vaccine. And by that, I mean, you're going to a county website and you're saying, yes, sign me up. I live here or I work here. But if you use My Turn, that matters so much less because My Turn is intended to be kind of this one stop shop where you tell it where you live, where you're looking for a vaccine appointment. And My Turn should, in theory, figure it out for you. That said, I did notice this kind of scary little caveat got added to the My turn site when you go through the process and you, it says you're eligible. There's this little note that says, you know what, if you're going to book an appointment and it's outside your county, you might want to check with that county's public health website because maybe you're not eligible to get vaccinated there if you don't live or work there and your appointment could be cancelled. So I got in touch with the California Department of Public Health and said, hey, uh, should people be, you know panicking about where they live and work now and the answer was no it is a minority of clinics apparently that are focused on where you live and where you work in the county so i would say if you see that little note make the appointment and then check just do your due diligence Jeez,
0: it seems like there's a lot of little micro barriers along the way maybe even language on some of these pages that you have to fill out online is that your experience as well
1: micro barriers is a great way to put it I think that the county websites have improved. I think MyTurn has definitely improved. It's, it's actually available in multiple languages now. And if folks are not comfortable using the online system, there is a number displayed quite clearly at the bottom of the MyTurn page that people can call. They can also get access to an operator who um, can connect them with language services. So there are options for people who aren't comfortable using the online systems. But I, I do get concerned about barriers to entry, about the language, the wording, that people see that might scare them, especially if they already have that seed of doubt in their mind about whether taking the vaccine is something that they want to do. Yeah, I think about that a lot, actually. And I think that's, that's why I would say to people, if you've got a little bit of time on your hands and there's someone in your family or your life or your network or on your street that you know is struggling with this, reach out in the most distance, safe way possible, obviously, and help them assuage their fears and concerns and their hesitancy. And maybe you're going to have to get in front of that screen with them and help them book.
0: So that was for people who are 50 plus who are now eligible for the vaccine. Let's talk about the people who are going to be eligible on April 15th, which is everyone 16 and older. What should they be doing to try to get an appointment?
1: I would say number 1 sign up for all those alerts on your email. Go to my turn and hit the little check mark that says yes I would like to receive details from my turn. Sign up with your county too. Also if you live in Alameda County remember City of Berkeley has its own public health system. Sign up for theirs too. I also recommend that people start familiarizing themselves with these systems. If you have not booked a vaccine for yourself or anyone else, you can go to these websites Start navigating them as if you were eligible. Obviously, don't, you know, falsify any information, but go through the process so that you will not be surprised. Another thing I tell people is work out how far you are prepared to travel. How are you going to go to get your vaccine? You might decide, you know what? I have a car. I'm prepared to drive an hour. Or you might want to start thinking, I don't have a car. How can I make sure that I have access to a car or I can get someone to give me a ride? I know this all sounds very... uh, plan ahead and granular but really start thinking about access start thinking about transport how are you gonna go to get your vaccine
0: can they schedule anything ahead of time
1: A lot of people want to know if you can pre-schedule your appointment before April 15th for April 15th or after. And the answer to that is maybe. It really depends on the provider you're going through. The State Department of Public Health said folks 50 and over wouldn't be able to pre-schedule ahead of their eligibility date on April 1st. And then my turn opened up to them on March 31st after all. So my advice, stay vigilant, sign up for notifications and be ready to jump
0: You know, we talked about how difficult it could be to get an appointment, and I know most people are really eager to get one. But people have also been faced with kind of a moral dilemma over whether they should get a vaccine before they're eligible, whether it's leftover vaccine at a pharmacy or even cutting the line. So how are people saying we should navigate that?
1: So I actually think there's two separate issues here, right? I think the first one is the idea of falsifying your eligibility to cut the line, to get a vaccine before your state, before your county says that you're eligible. And what I would say is if you know you're not eligible and you are in a position where you can wait your turn out, wait for your turn. The other issue is this idea of leftover vaccines, right? We hear it a bunch. Oh, there's this huge stockpile of vaccines that are being thrown out every day because, you know, people aren't there to take shots in arms. And that's where you get the rise of, uh, these sites like, uh, Dr. B that say, Hey, sign up with us and we'll send you a notification when there's a leftover vaccine near you, but you've got to be ready to race to go and get it.
0: And folks are, are torn on this, right? This has posed an operational challenge because you certainly don't want to throw it away. But at the same time, you want to um, continue to prioritize those people who need it the most based on these ethical considerations.
1: KQD actually spoke to Charles Binkley, who's a bioethicist at the Markler Center. And he said on this issue of leftover vaccines that if you have the time and the convenience and the energy on your hands to go and stand in a line, and wait for a leftover vaccine when you're not eligible. Perhaps that is time and energy and convenience that you might invest in helping someone who is eligible connect with that vaccine.
0: What I would love to see is people saying, "Okay, I'm going to go and get my vaccine. I'm going to reach out to people that I know that don't have transportation. I'm going to see if they want to go with me. Is first come, first serve really a a great ethical model? No, (laughs) you know, first come, first serve is not because typically the first comers uh, are not the most vulnerable or those who need it the most.
1: We are as well in the Bay Area and other places seeing instances of people driving into neighborhoods that are being focused on by the state and the county because underserved populations live there and you'll find people driving in from other places to access those vaccines and waiting in those lines and and what I would say to that is if you know that you are not the target of that vaccine outreach effort then driving in to that neighborhood is something that I think that you should consider not doing.
0: It's kind of like If it feels wrong, it probably is.
1: My rule of thumb is on vaccination, right? Would you tell the friend that you respect most what you did? And if you wouldn't, that's your answer.
0: So Carly, you've been thinking about vaccines basically nonstop since even before the rollout. And you're also seeing people's questions coming in, like hundreds of questions. Have those questions changed over time or are you basically seeing the same problems over and over?
1: I would say that the recurrent problem I have is I'm eligible, I want a vaccine and I can't find one. What do I do? That issue, that concern has not gone away. But as with all things, with time, concerns change. When supply is good, folks have other concerns. You know, can I go into a different county to get mine? And when supply is bad, the frustration and the the tension in people's emails, you know, I can hear it in their voices. It mounts. You know, people blame themselves. They say, what am I doing wrong? And if you're finding this system confusing, difficult, frustrating, buggy, it's not you. It's the system. The truth is that you could try all of these strategies. You could affect all of these tips, right? And you would still find it really difficult to get your vaccine appointment because that is the nature of things when the supply ebbs and flows right now. So that is one thing I think I'd really want people to know that you can do everything quote unquote right and still find it incredibly difficult to get that shot in your arm, at least right now.
0: We have a lot more information for you, which you can see at KQED's vaccination guide online. It's in English at kqed.org vaccines and in Spanish at kqed.org vacunas. We'll leave you links to both in our episode notes. Carly Severn is a senior engagement editor for KQED. This episode was edited and mixed by Alan Montecilio and Aditi Banlamudi. Isabeth Mendoza writes our weekly newsletter. The Bay is made by your local public media station, KQED. I'm Devin Kadiyama. That's it from us. Talk to you next time. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report Magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse Golden State. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as like the place to be, California